Warning! Consumption of alcoholic beverages impairs your ability to drive a car or operate machinery and may cause health problems including but not limited to impaired judgment, organ failure, projectile expulsion of Taco Bell, limp dick, distorted recognition of potential sexual partners, and poop. Lots of poop. Please enjoy this podcast responsibly. If you're happy and you know it, Papa Cook. If you're anxious and you know it, take a sip. Hey, 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 Wobbly Winos, and welcome to Why We're We're Whining, the holiday bender taking you on a wine adventure. I'm Tommy Lucas. And I'm Lucy Zukaitis. And today we're whining about Santa Claus. We are? No, it's still holiday drinking. Oh, you got me. (laughs) Ho, 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 bitch. (laughs) Why isn't there a song that starts with that? Ho, 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 bitch. Oh, I'm writing it right now. Perfect. You can find it on our album, soon to be on Spotify. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's got to be better than our rendition of New Harvey Lanning. I thought we were fantastic. I mean, I did too. Anyway, tell me what we're drinking today, Lucy. Today, we are drinking Mendoza Nights. However, some of you might have Magical Nights. So Mendoza Nights is an Argentinian Malbec. Magical Nights is a French Pinot Noir with the exact same label. So if you have that one, I can't tell you shit about it. I'm sorry. But it looks the same. But two very different grapes. So yes. doubtful that it would taste the same. But who are we to I say? doubt it. But who knows? So yes, Mendoza Nights. Malbec from Mendoza, Argentina. Mm. ABV on this one is going to be 13.9%. Yeah. Love me a dark Mendoza Malbec. Oh, Yeah. So let's just talk about Malbec for a moment, shall Please, we? Please, yes. In this day and age, it is totally associated with Argentina. They do it the best. Yeah. And they, yeah, there's nothing else to say about it. But you can probably guess where the grape originally came from. Uh, was it France? Why, yes, it was. Oh, God, I win. We see a lot of this. Of Things that started in France, they branch out and go elsewhere. Mm-hmm. They started importing Malbec to Argentina in the 19th century. Oh, I'm kind of surprised. I thought it would have been earlier. Well, a little later than you think. Yeah. Yeah. So the goal was to raise the profile and quality of the wines produced there. Okay. Guess what? It worked. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Winner! (laughs) So Mendoza, the region has a very dry climate, warm weather, and a long growing season. Is the growing region pretty similar to where Malbec thrives in France? Or is it... Dunno. Great. So I guess Malbec is a pretty finicky grape. Okay. So it kind of, in order to thrive, needs that, like, really awesome climate. So maybe that's why you don't hear about as many of them coming from France these days. Fair. So, yeah, a kind of interesting thing here, too. Most New World wines um, kind of went with the tried and true, like, the well-known grapes. Yes. Whereas in Mendoza, they embraced this, what at the time was a virtually unheard of grape, and managed to make it taste as good or arguably, but almost definitely better than what was happening in the grape's native land. Which is why, like, Old World is fantastic. It's my go-to. But Mm -hmm. But for certain grapes. Yeah, it works. Willamette Valley Pinot Noir is another example. Just so freaking good. So Mendoza Nights celebrates the beauty of the region, as well as the hard work 
And the daring of the region's winemakers. And of their marketing team that came up with that phrase. Why, yes. And they talk about <laughs> it's like the children of the gauchos. Oh, yeah. Who brought this to us. I also would like to introduce our vocab word of the day. Oh, perfect. Yes, please. The word is terroir. Terroir. Oui. T-E-R-R-O-I-R. Can I get a definition on that? Why, yes, you can, Tommy. Thank you. Terroir is the complete natural environment in which a particular wine is produced, including factors such as the soil, topography, and climate. Oh, perfect. And so we're talking about the terroir of Mendoza. That is an excellent use of terroir in a sentence. I won vocab for the day. (laughs) So a little bit about the process of this. Please. There's a huge diversity in terroir. In Argentina, specifically in Mendoza. So vast difference in grape maturity from vineyard to vineyard. Okay. So Mendoza Nights prides itself on harvesting at optimum maturity. So late enough that we're getting that succulent fruit flavor, Mm. but early enough to still have that freshness that we want in our Malbec. This one is fermented in stainless steel. Mm. Music to my ears. love. Yes. Um, There is a little oak added during the aging process. A little oak is okay. Yeah, bring us that complexity. Great. And uh, yeah, that's all I have. Well, I want to taste it. Can I do that now? Um, Oh, yeah, you already poured it. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) You were too busy talking about terroirs. Should we smell it first? Yeah, let's smell it. Mm. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's like brooding. It's big. Yeah, it's like busty brooding, like Santa going ass Santa first. Santa baby. Down. <laughs> that too. I was going to say going ass first down a chimney, but what? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, he's like hurrying down that yeah, chimney tonight. I'm getting like plum. Cherry and plum. Oh, I was too busy thinking about like the voice associated with this. Like, this is a Roy Kent voice that talks about the small back, don't you think? Like, oi! <laughs> oi! Ted Lasso good. bringing it in. Yeah. I'm working on my Roy Kent. I'm thinking about being in for Halloween next year. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I imagine some people ask their partners to be Roy Kent in bed. Does this mean that John Hamm has been kicked out of your, of your fantasies? No, 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 no. <laughs> Jesus. Yes, Aaron's pretty good at the voice. <laughs> What are you getting on the nose? Anything else? What would you say that like spice element is? I would there's like say some like, earth. Like green pepper on it. Oh. You know what I mean? Maybe that's what it is. Vegetable. All right. I got to drink it. Okay. Ooh. I'm not one for Malbec all the time. Mm-hmm. I can either go hard in or hard out. I'm enjoying this. It's very cherry heavy. It is cherry heavy. It's not abrasive though. Sometimes That's Malbecs true. can be super, like, slappy in the mouth. Yeah, especially is... with, like, that pepper. Yeah. Like, sometimes it is, like, whoa! Right. This is a little more pleasing on the palate. Yeah, it's less kind of intense little... in the veggie way. Right. I think the nose is, you're right, a more earthy, vegetable-forward thing, a little bit more spice, whereas the follow-through, you're getting a little bit more of that fruit, but it's still a dry finish. Like, the, mm-hmm. the acid in it's... it is wicking moisture. Like, it's It's, it's pretty good. smooth, too. Very smooth. What would you pair this with? I think some like dark chocolate mm. dessert, like a dark chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. What about meat wise? Ooh, pork. Like pork. Oh, pork. That's what I'm feeling. Yeah, definitely some pork here. Yeah, some pork. Uh, some like nice seasoned burnt end porky stuff, it's like uh, a spit roasted pork. Give it. It's been to heavy, me. like doused in spices. Give it to me. <laughs> Easy, Roy Kent. <laughs> 
Um, can I also just say how gratifying this is to actually be drinking the Advent wine with you and not just watching you do it on a screen? It is nice to be sharing it with somebody. I yeah. mean, like as much as I've enjoyed chugging the entire mini bottle myself, it's right. nice to be doing it with my partner in crime. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. This is Mendoza Nights, and I'm going to talk to you a little bit about Twas the Night Before Christmas. Oh! Have you heard of it before? The poem? The poem! Why, yes! Do you know the actual title of this poem? It is... No, I forgot. <laughs> well done. It, uh, <laughs> no. I didn't know that it had a title. I thought, well, I knew it had a title, but I thought the title was Twas the Night Before Christmas. No. It's actually a visit from St. Nicholas. Never mind, I didn't know that. Great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep drinking. Boy! <laughs> it was published in 1823, originally published anonymously, and then it was later claimed by um, an American author, and he was a professor named Clement Clark Moore. Oh, I love that name. I know. CCM. That's not... The oh, university was not the, named the after conservatory? that. conservatory? Right. No, 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 no. You don't meet many Clements, do you? Maybe we should bring it back. All of you people who are pregnant out there with... Uh, Young babes. Maybe you want to name them Clement. Clement. Or Clement Tyne, if you're having a lady. Yeah. If you're having a lady. <laughs> Oi! <laughs> That's not how that works. <laughs> Jesus. Well, this... Um... <laughs> Stop it. Okay. This is actually, arguably, the best-known verses ever written by an American. Wow. Which, I mean, that's pretty high profile. Uh, Yeah. And actually, I thought this was super interesting. It is largely responsible for most of the conceptions that we have from Santa Claus from the mid-19th century to today. Get out! No. Drove on the sleigh with the Uh reindeer, all of that other stuff. It has also had a huge impact on the history of gift giving. Because before the poem gained wide popularity, Mm -hmm. Americans, like, had different thoughts about it. But this kind of brought the idea of giving, like large amounts of gifts and stuffing stockings oh. and things like that. It had an influence on it. It wasn't okay. the determining influence, but it so had So maybe a lot influence. of people were just doing like one tiny little thing. Yeah. Okay. But it elevated it to a more grandiose experience. Oh, well, thank you, Clement. Yeah, absolutely. There was some drama because like with anything popular, there's always got to be drama surrounding it. And uh, Just about- like our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um. About who was actually the author. Oh, There okay. was a man named Livingston who was brought into the foray as possibly mm. him being it. But at the end of the day, more won out. And uh, okay. that's kind of a brief little window screenshot into A Visit from St. Nicholas. That's great. Is that what it's called? <laughs> I, I thought so. I screwed that up. No, that's not right. <laughs> I closely identify it, too, with the film Christmas Vacation. When after all of the crazy stuff that happened and the dog ran through the house and the squirrel ran through and whatever else and they're all sitting around and... I've never seen this. How have you never seen Christmas Vacation? I'm, I've seen like little bits of it, oh but I've God. never seen it all the way through. Oi! <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Well, I'm going to be tying Lucy to a, to a chair and forcing her to watch yeah. this. Oh. <laughs> While screaming at her as Roy Kent. In a Santa Claus outfit. And with mm. that, we want to hear all about your connection to uh, a visit from St. Nicholas yes. or Twas the Night Before Christmas. So yeah. send us an email. Drop us a line on social media, www.whining mm-hmm. uh, at gmail.com is our email. Otherwise, um, we'll see you tomorrow with some more awesome wine from our Costco advent calendar. Yeah. And some more Christmas fun facts. Oi! <laughs> I quit. It's over. Cancel. <laughs>
This has been a Tom C. Lukaitis production in association with Double Daddy Studios. Thank you for enjoying this podcast responsibly. Anyway, tell me what we're drinking today, Lucy. Today, well... <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> Lucy's drinking her own phlegm. That's <laughs> what's I, happening. I had a sip of water and it didn't go down the way wine does. See, that's the problem. Hydration. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes.